is life and it goes fast Talk the future, present and past So come ride with some fly women We need therapy podcasts Good combo and breakthroughs Real talk, no fake news No telling what they getting into Tune in and see where they take you Woo! We need therapy podcasts Let's go Good evening, good day, good noon, good hour, good minute, good second, everyone. This is the We Need Therapy podcast with your host, Shay. Cassandra. And Chelsea. And on this beautiful day, we will be discussing our episode titled Before I Let Go, Family Edition. We are discussing family today because, well, it's reunion time. Get the red cups ready, hot dogs, barbecues, picnic tables, dominoes, spades, probably some Uno. If you're like you like children, you don't know how to play the others. And uh, <laughs> we always got the group of cousins that like to go to the back of the house and smoke weed. Go to the back of oh, yeah. the house and smoke. You know, walking down country roads if you're from the country or if you're from the city, opening up a fire hydrant and just doing what you may because don't have swimming pools because you live in a concrete jungle, you know. So we're going to discuss some things dealing with family because um, a lot of people only see their family once a year at these reunions, which is a tradition from the Negro perspective that <laughs> I know of, to where you actually go to hotels and make it an actual event. At least my family does, and I know of other families that do. So this is our way of getting with each other. And with that, within a year, people change. People change a lot. Families change a lot. Um, you have additions. You have divorces. You have graduations. You have babies, beautiful little babies. So um, we're going to discuss the ins and outs, the ups and downs of what I know in perspectives from family in the summertime. Because I personally have two to go to myself. Or three. Well, it's supposed to be three, but I'm only making it to two. So, before we get into all of that hoopla, let's have our How Does That Make You Feel moments from everyone this week. And how did that make you feel? It's healthy to feel your feelings. How does that feel? start hi it's Shay it's still me and I don't know if oh I did mention it but yes I got my new car insert clapping that's that's me clapping and I am ecstatic about it I love it sometimes I forget it's mine and I go out in the garage and I'm like oh my god yes you're still here of course I have not had a first car payment yet so this will subside drastically in the next month and a half and I'm just going to enjoy it now for all its wonders the new car smell is wonderful and I can't wait to drive it to the TX so my girls can see it you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying because now I ain't got no miles I ain't got no miles my old car had 230,000 miles on it 
Wow. I myself put 150,000 miles on it. So it served its purpose. It was almost a 20-year-old car that never gave me any real problems. So for that, I am appreciative. It was a Toyota. So for that, I purchased another Toyota because I don't have time. I need for what I know to work to work for me again, if at all possible. I know this is a more modern vehicle because it's a 2019. Her name is Queen Quad. I'll you I'll leave it up to you to understand why her name is Quad. But there we go. And um, I hope that she takes me another two hundred and thirty thousand miles. I probably won't ever let it go that long again. Honestly, I'll probably stop at like the 180 mark. And then get me something new. But um, I am very thankful. I am to the most high for blessing me because it was a blessing. And um, I'm looking forward to paying it off swiftly and quickly so that I can eat out again the way that I want to. Okay. That's all that I have. Uh. As far as me. Uh, okay, anyway. So, I guess my only thing is for how does it make you feel, which is not really anything big, but uh, I did the big chop last Saturday, which I swore to God that I would never, ever do. Because uh, I just, I mean, I'm doing it because I'm bored and I just want to see what type of hair texture I got, not for hair health or some other reason that other people do it I don't know but it's truly just because I'm bored and I want to see what the outcome's gonna look like and then uh but I keep wearing wigs to work uh and so other people don't even have a clue I've told two people but no one's actually seen it but everyone else is oblivious to the fact that I've cut my hair off because I just I have a lot of wigs that I can switch in and out but uh, I probably have maybe about one inch of hair on my head, maybe all the way around. So interesting to see how this little journey is going to go. I'm going to give myself, I pray I could at least make it to six months without uh, trying to permit to give it time to see what it might do. But we shall see. Uh, I don't really care because I walk in and out of my apartment. Sometimes my wig is on, sometimes it's not. If I'm walking my dog, it very well may not be on. If I'm going to check the mail, I'm not going to bother to put on a wig for that. So I'm probably confusing my neighbors. But that's what's going on with me right now. You know that you kind of have to train your hair, too. It just won't. Yeah. I was say, I'm going to give it at least six months, which still might not even be enough time because one of the ladies that was in the shop when I was getting my hair cut. She was like, it's going to take about three years. And I was like, bitch, please, I'm not waiting that long. So <laughs> if I don't see something that piques my interest past six months, then there'll probably be a perm on this shit before too long after that. We shall see. Because I can't even get my, my curls to like lumped together like each each strand wants an individual pattern it won't be <laughs> like in certain areas they will but mm -hmm. I have to legit put a gel on my hair to make it cohesively uh -huh. a curl pattern yeah 
Well, I know, uh, I know you like to wear the little puffs or whatnot. And I was looking on Pinterest and I saw a style that I think would be bomb on you. I'm gonna have to text it to That's, you. It's just laziness. It's not that I like the poofs. It's, well, it's no, no, no. sheer like, laziness. These are like the two poofs at the top with the lazy. Well, yes, this was a cute layer. style to me. I would wear it for a cute style. I think you could rock it with the length of your hair right now. And I, I was looking at my hair. I'm like, I just feel like it hasn't grown. Like I look at other people's two years and I'm like, fuck you, ho. So you've been two years? Uh, well, you in know. July, I would have been two years without a perm. Mm-hmm. But you know, Shay, yo, I don't know what it is about you, but it's, from my knowledge, just as long as I've known you, I've never known for you to talk about fast hair growth. Like I've always seen your hair be at one, uh, one length. Either you cut it and it be at that length for a while or it may grow to a length and you'll leave it there. But I've, I've never seen you like chop and then all of a sudden it's back long or something like that. But mm. to my knowledge, I mean, you don't take a bunch of medications or anything like that that would slow it down. So I don't know. Mm. I think oh, my I shrinkage is real. Is, yeah. Try Jamaican black castor oil. I mean, you can do it whichever way you want. Um, or you could try regular castor oil, but I personally stand by Jamaican black castor oil. But then again, my hair grows super fast, even when I'm not using that on my hair. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, you do have to train it. And the poof is when you are literally lazy. You're like, you know, what? I don't feel good like going through all this sectioning hair, detangling it, uh, putting product on this back corner behind my left ear then I gotta go do all the other sections the puff is like let me just go ahead and scoop this up because I ain't got time for this today and that's the thing I detangle it every morning like there's not there's not a day that I don't if I didn't this man look I would mm -mm, I can't even show I wouldn't even show y'all what the result would be but I just think, well, I trim, I just trimmed it too, so that took off a lot. But I just, I don't think it's as bad as I think it is. I think because it's not straight, I don't see my growth the way that I would like to. And I feel like the people that I'm comparing my growth to are people whose curl patterns are looser than mine. So it does look like their hair is growing at a faster rate. Okay, I sorry, I took your, your um. You're fine. I just had that conversation with one of my sisters um, because she was like, you know, we both basically went bald at the same time about like literally within weeks of each other back in November. She's trying to figure out why my hair, um, like why her hair isn't growing like mine. And I mean, me and my younger sisters, which we have the same father and we got our father's hair. Um, and his side of the family, like, you know, it, we, it's just, our hair just grows fast like that. Now on my mother's side, I don't know what, I mean, I don't know what's going on over there, but me and that sister have the same mom. So I don't know, but you know, all I can say is Shay, go on Pinterest, find people who have hair similar to yours and look at it. But at some point, you know, if you want to, like, I know you're supposed to straighten a couple weeks ago, but you couldn't because of the weather or whatever. But I would do it just to see. And then 
I know they have them t-shirts where they have the lines marked on them to where you can see your hair growth or whatever. Like when it's straight, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Get you one of them. Like when, when I, when I stretch it and you know, stretching isn't even completely straight. It's to my shoulders. Yeah. It doesn't look like it, but the back of my hair is to my shoulders, but I have it cut even all the way around. So it'll probably be more of a layered look once I straighten it. And that's all I need to do to see where it really is. But that's some money. And now I can't pay for it because I got a car note. Well, Stan, I know you just said um, you're going to give it six months. But uh, you might have to get a little longer. But then again, I think your hair grows really fast, too. Hers does. You might be all right in six months. Right. Hi, this that's the journey that I really want to see. Right. Mm. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> yes, because I oh. just I because you get so like you just said, you've been wearing wigs and stuff, which of course is nothing wrong with that. Um, but I and then you're gonna slap a perm on it in six months. I'm just because you 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 were always like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But like you said, you did it because whatever your reasons are, you're entitled to your reasons. Um, but I, this is a journey I'm definitely here for all the way. So, but because you cut your hair, I guess I can live vicariously through you and not put the clippers back in my head because my sisters won't allow me to. That's why I have to get out their house because I'm cutting my hair. But anyway, are y'all ready for my? How does it make you feel? Yes, ma'am. Make a trumpet noise. Okay. <laughs> Ah, uh, Chelsea's. How does it make you feel? Ah, oh, uh, this episode right here is gonna be my. How does it make you feel? Because since I have relocated, I'm sick of family reunions. I'm over that shit. And there we have it. I have nothing else to add to that. Y'all gonna catch oh. up my shit once we get to the meat of the the episode. Cause I'm with I'm me and family. I mean, let me say this. This this uh ah <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I'm just learning that you gotta leave people where you found them sometimes, and they can be family, friends, whoever. Just leave folks where they are. And you got to do what's best for you at the end of the day. All day, every day. No breaks. Ho. Okay, let's get oh. started. Okay, so I'll start. I'll explain a little bit as to why I have so many to attend. Um, my parents, I guess the easiest way to explain this, my parents were both from blended families. So I had um, four grandfathers, no, yes, four grandfathers and three grandmothers. Um, so a lot of my aunts and uncles, they were blended, but they all know each other, which double blends families. So maybe my aunt, my half sister of my father, the half sister of my father knows his other full side and attends those family reunions as well like or my mother's half brother and half sister may attend the others her other sides like so my family is 
huge first and foremost <laughs> and um majorly blended um to where I have cousins that go to these reunions they don't even belong to this 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 family like you don't even you don't belong here but okay we here and they're more than welcome to which is a good thing and that's what family is about because family as you can tell by the three of us is not always necessarily blood related so um, I think what I cringe most about family reunions is with age, sometimes, if you don't work on it like me, comes weight gain. And with weight gain are people who may not have seen you in four or five years or 10 years or 12 years. So they look at me, per se, and they think of the shade that they had seen from a wee little babe up until college, which was around the 123-ish range weight-wise. They don't know 165 shade, okay? They don't know 170 shade or 180 shade, which she has existed. So they will comment and say things of, Oh, girl, you used to be so skinny. Or, oh, that weight look good on you. I mean, let's keep it simple, folks. Just say, oh, girl, you look good. And just keep it moving. Or don't say anything at all. That would work for me as well. Or they will, another cringeworthy moment is when they say, you still don't have any kids? You ain't had no babies. Girl, you better have some babies. Because, you know, everyone except for me and the Lord are in charge of my ovaries. Um, I should just do what they want with them and procreate. But I think if I had seven or eight kids, I would also be a topic of conversation with seven or eight baby daddies. But that's neither here nor there. You can't you can't satisfy people. Um, what I do love are the family that are consistent, that I speak with, that I know genuinely love me. Those are the best of times. Um, I have really close relationships with, um, my dad's nieces. Like we're all really, really close. My first cousins on that side and their children. Um, I wish that I was able to reach out more and be more vocal, but one, I forget. Two, I'm lazy. And three, social media makes me feel like I'm in tune with where their lives are at the moment. So it's something that I have to work on. But, you know, I have little cousins that will just request cash apps, you know. That's what they do. And when I have it, I send them money. This is me letting you know now on this podcast that I have a car note now. Don't cash at me unless it's an emergency. And... um I just look forward to being around family, eating good. I'm headed to Washington, D.C. with my husband's family on Tuesday. This is a trip that I'm really not wanting to go on because I've never had an urge to go to Washington, D.C. Even when Obama was in office, like I'm pro-Obama all the way, my forever president. But I never wanted to go to Washington, D.C. And I think I really slick have a fear of being blown up. Like, that's the first place they're going to hit. Why would I want to be there? Yeah, that's the way I think about it. So, 
I think I'll hop in when someone else mentions something that comes to mind. But that's those are my quirks about family reunions and seeing family that I haven't seen in a year plus. I have a question about family reunions that I've always wanted answered, but I've never really. Oh yeah, because y'all came to one of mine one time. What's yeah. what's your question? Um, do white people have family reunions? Because I just feel like our my- like other other races. Because I just I don't ever really see family reunion t-shirts and like family reunion photos on like in any other culture besides the black American culture like have now mm-hmm. my ex-husband I went to a family reunion that they had um they didn't have the shirts and all that hoopla um people did come in from all over the country and they just had it at his uncle's, um, they call it the main house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know what I was in, did I? Um, but it was in the country. And, I mean, it was basically the same as the way we did it, except for, I don't know about other black families. But my black family, because I guess I'm the only one that has a consistent one every year, right? Yeah. Like, okay, okay. So the way my family does ours, we rotate between six six cities. And each city has a committee that puts together a three or four day family reunion. Like day one is always a meet and greet. Um, Basically, it's giving people time to travel there. And around uh, seven o'clock, they'll have a hospitality room in the hotel of that choice. I mean, that the committee chose. Um, and you have hospitality room from seven till nine or 10. That's where you get your, um, your bags, your t-shirts, um, any gifts that they have for that weekend. And then on Friday, normally they'll go to Six Flags or a water park or some activities for family and kids. Saturday is always the picnic day. And then, um, Either Saturday night or Sunday night, there's an actual formal banquet where you wear formal wear. But Sunday, you always wake up and you go to church. And then if you didn't have the banquet on Saturday night, you have it on Sunday night. Um, Or if you have it on Saturday night, Sunday night, you then travel back to your destinations. If you want to have to go to work on Monday or just want to get the travel out of the way. But um, the one that I went to with my ex-husband who is who is Caucasian um it was just like a one-day barbecue event outside it wasn't as organized that's what I was wondering too because um I was like do they have like a two or three like do they make a weekend out of it or what um hmm. I mean what you describe is it I think the typical format for most black family unions but I was just wondering if like other cultures are races uh groups of people do that and then if they do they make it like a one day thing or uh, a weekend or whatever so that's some good i mean of course it's just the one person but you know huh um now my family does one every year um my husband's family they do theirs every two years but on the in-between years his immediate family takes a trip so that's what we're doing in Washington, D.C. It's just his immediate family. Ah, 
yeah, I don't think I'm going to one. I know I didn't go to one last year. There's one that somebody on one side of my family's been doing in the fall, which a lot of the people are older. And because I didn't grow up with them, I don't know anything about them. And it's mainly just really sitting around learning the history of that particular branch of the family tree. Um, but at family reunions, what you just said is the things that I don't care for. Um, and I guess for me, because it's not like, like you're, it is a reunion for you because you're actually reuniting with people you haven't seen in, you know, in a year. For me, it's always just like, these are people I don't have, you know, I don't know. So it's always kind of just awkward. And then you kind of have to explain things unless it's, you know, but the people, what I consider my family reunion for my dad's paternal side of the family, I guess, is the homecoming. But that's like every five years, I think, either every three years or every five years. And it, that's like a three day weekend event. And a lot of those people I am related to, but it's the same thing. Oh, you gained weight. You still ain't got no kids. You ain't married again yet. So what you do now? Where are you still living? Did it look, ma'am? Look, sir. Uh, then you, them creepy old men. It's like, uh, you know, good and damn well, I am young enough to be your grandchild. You know, or and you know, I'm family, right? Or great grand. So don't be looking at me like no kind of way. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I used to like, like it back in the day when I was a kid because you always had that one fine cousin. Even though you know you was cousins and you know you didn't know them like that oh, because yeah. y'all saw each other every so often, but you still thought he was fine. Don't act like they never had to me all that family reunion, man. Y'all ain't never had no super fine cousin. You just be like, damn. It was fine. a, it was like a, only if it's like a step cousin. But it wasn't, I mean, all of them are step cousins to me because I don't have, like, out of my immediate family, I am the oldest grandchild and I just turned 35. The youngest grandchild is what? to what the 12 th- finna turn 12 I think I mean that's a huge gap so I didn't have that luxury of having you know first second and third cousins I'm running around playing with like all the cousins that are around my age with the family ties it's so far down the line like honestly you know so believe it or not though it was the same way for me I only had one cousin my cousin um Marvin was the closest in age to me and he was almost three years younger than me and that's I mean my first cousins were all older way older than me um probably 10 years difference because they were all around my brother's age I think my brother was younger than them yeah so like my oldest first cousin is 55 and I'm about to be 35. So, yeah, I had the same issue. I didn't, it was just me and Marvin. Yeah. Chilling. And then that's the weird thing is like you couldn't do, like, I didn't like how, depending on the grouping of the age groups, like you was too young to do things with like the older kids, but then you was too old to be doing stuff with the smaller kids. You know what I'm saying? You just was, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was always stuck no matter how old I got, 
with these types of situations, I was still always stuck in a certain, now nah, you can't go with us. And then by the time you do get old enough, them people done got married and got kids now. So they ain't trying to go out and drink and do nothing else. You know what I'm saying? They just like, oh, girl, no. It's like, you know what? Fuck this girl, this grown up shit and this, this family reunion shit. But I don't, with me and my, my, um, I don't know what they call it. I read something the other day talking about introverts, extroverted introverts, which I think is what I am because that'd be too much socializing for me. Like, okay, all right, we done did all this. I would really prefer to be sitting in a corner with a book. But as soon as you sitting in the corner somewhere, just like looking at your phone, here comes somebody. And what are, what's your name? And who are your people? So what's your daddy name? And then that whole weekend, I'm not Chelsea. I'm so-and-so's oldest daughter. I'm so-and-so's oldest grandchild. Oh, yeah. I'm your other identity. Yes. I'm I'm all these things because I belong to all these people. I'm not who, I'm not Chelsea. So I don't be pressed about family reunions. I be trying to avoid them like the plague. I ain't gonna lie. I, then I don't want to wear their t-shirt. Because sometimes them t-shirts, it's like, why y'all don't do no poll? I know the last family reunion I actually went to, they had us in these black ass t-shirts in the middle of the fucking, like, it's August when we had this family reunion. And we outside, you know, because you're going to have that cookout at the park. Y'all know y'all going to have that cookout at the park under the pavilion. Why is we walking around in this, in this August heat in the South in these black ass t-shirts? Why are we doing this? Because the colors that year was black and gold. Why the colors always got to change? Why can't we just have one running theme of colors? Why it always got, why, I mean, I understand if the theme change, but you know, it always be, what is it? Family, re, uh, I'm just going to throw some names out. Uh, Brown Family Union 2019. The family that prays together stays together. <laughs> <laughs> Brown Family Reunion 2020, and the theme is um, something about roots. It always got something to do with a root. Oh, yeah, you see the picture of a tree. (laughs) Y'all don't never, like, literally, you can walk up to any Black Family Reunion in America, and I bet you they, somewhere, somebody, somewhere is going to be that damn tree somewhere, and a theme about trees, trees, roots, branches, the leaves on the tree. Wow. You have really cracked yourself up. I have, girl. Because I'm seeing them all in my head. And I, I remember going to a couple of, like, family planning meetings when I was younger. And I'd be sitting up there like, so that's y'all thing? So how are you going to incorporate this with this? But don't have no, my tip out here for the for the family reunion rules don't be having y'all folks out here in these dark colored ass shirts. No, y'all gonna want these months. Cause typically the day you wear the shirt is the day of the picnic out in the heat. Don't right. be having nobody out here, no black ass t-shirts, no dark ass colors, no navy, dark blue, no dark purple, nothing that's going to absorb the sun's rays. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. So that's my tip. But yeah. Ooh, I'm done with family though. Woo. Keep your toxic ass family members away from me at the family reunion. If Aunt Bessie always got an attitude, I don't give a damn how old Aunt Bessie is. I will give her the respect that is due her. Hey, Aunt Bessie, how think, you doing? And I will move around. I, 
I think those two or three years of transitioning into adulthood are very important to state that you are an adult. You are no longer a kid who wears bows on her socks. Leave me the hell alone. Don't, don't come at me crazy. Don't talk I'm going to go crazy. off on you. Right. And I, then, I know who daughter I am, but right. don't let my daddy be nice to you fool you. I'm not my daddy. I'm not nice. And don't let me hear you talking shit about none of my people. My, okay. Because then. You get checked. Right. Be like, okay. uh, what? What? I know. I ain't going to lie. It's been a couple of times. My grandma had to be like, Chelsea, go sit down. I'm like, what? I'm sorry, what? Did I hear, excuse me? Chelsea, go sit down. I'm like, but why? Then I get loud. If you won't let me say what I got to say, then I'm going to get loud with you. But why? Chelsea, hush, hush, hush. It's like, all right, since you done hushed me, and because you asking, I ain't going to say shit else, but I know what the fuck I heard. Listen, there's a particular city, a particular city in my family that um, sometimes charters buses in. Uh, there's different ones that do that so they won't know which one is which but one of these older ladies older cousins gets off and she looks at me and I'm not a fan of her to begin with and she said get my bag off the bus I think I was like 19 maybe 20 and I said no you get your own bag off the bus I didn't ride all the miles with you. She was like, excuse me? I said, you get your own bag off that bus. I'm I'm not getting your bag off that bus. I'm going to tell your daddy. I said, tell him. He in there. He right there. As soon as you go through that door, make a right. Tell him. But your bag might be left on the bus. If you don't grab it, that's the type of stuff that she does, though. And it, y'all, it irks me. And I avoid her like the plague because she would get gone off on so fast. Ever since she did that, that was just so rude and disrespectful. Like, I'm not even your kid. Like, I don't even talk to you other than the family reunion. But because you know my daddy, you think you just finna tell me what to do. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I had to get that off my chest because I know I'm getting ready to see her. Don't ask who made the potato salad. If people bring, if it's a potluck situation, y'all already know, you cannot ask that. It just, if it don't look right, don't eat it. You know what I'm saying? I personally prefer when the, uh, what you call it, be catered. I mm-hmm. would take my chances so in case we all get sick. We can all sue them as a unit and everybody get a meal. But if we all sitting up here bringing stuff, you know, that ain't going to go right. Ain't going to go right because somebody going to go home with a pan full of potato salad because then nobody asked you to bring that, Cheryl. Then nobody asked you to bring it. But you brought it anyway. No, ma'am. Don't do that. Your socket to me cake ain't good, Sheila. Don't nobody want to eat that. That's true. Sam, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm looking up Pinterest while y'all doing this talking. <laughs> what? Anywho, I'm looking on Pinterest at various things. But anywho, uh, 
My family reunion, I think we have ours either once every year or two years. I don't know. I just show up when my mama tells me that we're having them. Uh, I don't care for the whole T-shirt ordering because you never really know how much the shirts are going to cost. And you can't always trust that just because they told you it costs 12, that shirt costs 12. Uh, some folks use it as a mechanism to make money. Um, well, I guess, and I guess that's how we avoid that with having committees. Oh yeah. Because we send out, and I don't know if y'all have ever seen them, but there's like a registration form that we have. So it's mm-hmm. not just like Most, a word of mouth. Ours is very organized. I don't, and I appreciate that. Most Your family family well, fancy. Yeah, Mm. my family does registration forms. And then it's usually like if you get a bundle, like if it's a family of four and you get like two small shirts for kids and two adult shirts and then the meals and everything else, of course, you know, then. But I still like she just said, sometimes you'd be like, but I don't want all that. I don't want the shirt. I'm not paying for the shirt. Why can't I just get the ticket for the meals? You know what I'm saying? I'm not staying in the room or at the hotel that y'all done blocked off and reserved. Like some, right. I've had issues with that where it's been an issue, you know, just separating. I just want meal tickets. Oh, yeah. Know. Ours is itemized. Mm, they be making packages, but like, nobody want all that. <laughs> Tell them, Chester, don't nobody. And they, they want me to do one in Little Rock so bad, but that's so much work, y'all. And that's a year worth of work. That's like planning a wedding. Then you have to go around because you got to get stuff from the from the city where the host city, you know, you always end up with a bank pen in there and a bank memo pad <laughs> and some other shit that you'd be like, I don't even know. Maybe my I just be going to cheap ass family reunions because yours was lit that time we went, Shay. We didn't we don't get them kind of gifts at my family reunions. <laughs> Girl, we do that every year. And I just, you know. My husband's side, I'm on the committee for their family reunion. And they do it bigger than we do. Well, they do it. Well, it's probably about the same. But I didn't, I like, being on the committee, I saw a different side of it. Like, they really try to save as much money as possible because these people have to pay, too. At least with his, with his uh, family. And I know, I know my family. I know they do they some penny pinches, honey. But these hotels, like they charge, you're paying four to five thousand dollars for just the hotels. That's the banquet rooms. They don't charge you to block off the rooms because, you know, they're depending on those rooms being filled. Unless they aren't filled. If they aren't filled, then they will charge a surcharge. But um yeah, I mean, that's where the bulk of the money comes from, is if you're in a hotel, you're paying for, for at least 4000 after tax. So, mm, that's a lot. That was you saying, I'm sorry. Are you fine? I say, I, uh, blessing and a curse, but like I said, I'm 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 the one that's gonna come for a couple of hours and I'm going home because I don't stay at nobody's house. Uh, all of our family's house. Most of the time, if we have like we've been having them in Conway for the past couple of years, I think. But whenever we have them in the country, we have to be in between two houses because not one house is big enough for everyone to be in. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't really do outdoors like that. I walk outdoors. Well, I take that lot back. I don't do outdoors in the country like that. I don't mind going for walks, you know, like in Little Rock and stuff like that. But in the country where it's bugs and mosquitoes and all that stuff, no, nah, I'll be indoors with the AC. So, but in the country, that's pretty much where you're at. Like you may go in the house to fix your plate or there may be two couches where four to six people can sit on. But when it's 25 to 30 people there, <laughs> you trying to hold your spot on the couch. But if you got to get up to pee or you go to fix your plate, then you might not have a spot when you come back. So don't ask me to cook nothing. I'm going to bring something. Uh, and don't ask me to help nobody do nothing while I'm there. I didn't come down here to go to work. So uh, that's pretty much my role. I think they said this next one is supposed to be in Dallas, so I'd be interested to see how that goes because majority of my family really don't do no traveling. Of course, this is on my maternal side. We don't really do. We haven't done any reunions on my father's side. The only time that we all get together is if somebody passes or maybe a holiday where folks feel like traveling to a city where the other half of the family is. But for whatever reason, we don't really do reunions on that side. Uh, do get-togethers now if it's somebody's birthday or if my father is, you know, having a barbecue or a party, uh, then folks may come down from different places. But um, most of all the family reunions are on my uh, maternal side of the family, hmm. and it'd be it'd be probably two days. It's usually the weekend, come in on a Friday. Uh, sit around, drink, eat, then have the big uh, cookout, maybe at the park or at the house, the host house. Um, and then Saturday, everybody, I mean, Sunday, everybody's probably pretty much going back to wherever they come from. But it's simple for the most part. What do you dread the most? Uh, well, that whole, like, do you know who this is type shit? Like, if I didn't speak to you or call your name, then no, I don't know who you are. And oh, then it's like, you. if we don't fool with each other throughout the year, no, I'm not going to remember your name from this date this year to that date next year. Like, we're here. We're obviously connected some type of way. Hey, how you doing? Go on and talk to my mama because I don't know you. I'm not going to try to know you either. So it is what it is. But I mean, I say that, but it's still all love. You know, there is no friction or tension at any other family reunions. But, you know, the older people know the older people. The younger people know the younger people. And we're not finna sit up here and fake like all of us should know who the older people are or vice versa. So y'all do what y'all do. Eat, drink, play dominoes and whatever. And we'll do what we do over on the trampoline or over here at the cars, listen to music, shooting guns, whatever you want to do. But no. I would just say that uh, it's okay, which I think we've hit on before, that, you know, even at family reunions, um, I remember when that whole shit with R. Kelly came out and everybody was like, boycott R. Kelly. I remember that I was feeling very strongly that, you know, there are things that happen in the Black community and in Black families that we don't talk about. And that at times we are supposed to tolerate certain behaviors from family, close, distant, whatever, because for the, you know, their blood. And I'm just going to say due to it being a family reunion season, 
Um, you don't have to deal with toxic family members. It's okay to feel what you feel. I'm not saying act a damn fool at the reunion and set it off. But if you choose not to attend the reunion to prevent that from happening for your own mental clarity, then do so. Or if you show up at the family reunion and there's, I mean, God, Shay, what y'all had about 100 people there, 200 people there. I don't remember. It just yeah. seemed like a lot of yeah. people. So it, yeah, it was about 140, 160, somewhere in there. Yeah, if there's that one family member that is known to be creepy, a perv, or just not a nice person in general, you are not obligated to interact with them, regardless of what your mama say, whoever. So that's not a an affirmation or anything. That's just my personal sign off that protect yourself in this season. Um, you don't have to do things out of a sense of familial obligation. And I really feel like in the black community, we should stop pushing that narrative. Ah, that's blood. That's still your mom, still your dad, still your your aunt, still your grandma. No. Or the we are family line. Yeah. Like we we're family. family. We're supposed to no. Get, get no, I got an affirmation. Ooh, great. Go for it. All right. So this affirmation goes along with what we're talking about. You have to apply it to you. But it says, recognize that unlearning is the highest form of learning. So if your family do some jacked up stuff and you know it's jacked up, just because they do it and that's the norm in your family does not mean that you have to perpetrate it further. You could be the one to unlearn those behaviors to not be generational curses. Yes. So unlearn is the highest form of learning. Hmm. That makes sense. Because that shit is hard really too. Does. You have to be conscious about not doing that shit. It's like checking yourself. Super, super aware. Got to, mm-hmm. You might have to sit back and you know, uh, take inventory of your thoughts and feelings and actions and you know, put this shit on a piece of paper and be like, hold up, hold up, nope. I don't like this. But you know what? I respect people that can look at different perspectives. Even if you make a sound decision with what you want to do based on what you want to do, if you are capable of thinking and acknowledging that there are other options, I fucks with you all day long. Like, even if you don't do what I think you should do or what other people think you should do, and you have, because you have your own mind. I still respect the fact that at least you are capable of expanding your brain function to have more than one belief or understanding. So unlearning is very important. Good job, Sam. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. So I think we're good, ladies. All right, guys, that's the end of our show. We want to thank you guys for listening to us. Check us out on social media at WNT Podcast and subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. And as always, therapy is necessary.